0: Hey, 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 welcome to the Healthy Wealthy Wise Show. I'm your host, Corey Sievers, and on behalf of the Savvy Team, welcome along here. Our intention with this particular regular session is to really give you a glimpse into different ideas, tips, tactics, really to help you maximize the opportunity for health, for money and wealth, and for wisdom. And certainly in the Savvy Team, we've all about, we've always been about teaching you to be healthy, wealthy, wise. You know, The old saying goes that early to bed, early to rise will make you healthy, wealthy and wise. And, you know, (laughs) we know nowadays that there's a little bit more needed than just being early to bed and early to rise. And we hope to uncover those sorts of tips and tactics in this regular show. So we're going to be here having the chance to hear from community members and of the savvy team, share insights and tips and things that we've learned along our journeys and, uh, and, you know, really pass on things to you to be your guide really towards a higher level of health and lifestyle. You know, if you're new to what we do in the, in the Savvy team, we're all about helping you reach a higher level of health and lifestyle really to guide you towards that. And, and we want to be sort of like your, your wellness guide. And, uh, you know, it's like, when you think about it, I, my, I have a little mate here. I have my mate here, Yoda. And when you think about it, you know, often when you're on your journey, it's nice to have some wisdom there <laughs> to point you towards the right, um, you know, you know the, your journey, you know, to, to feel the force and be directed there. And really, that's what we want to do for you. We want to offer you some of the wisdom that we have as a collective community amassed and sort of pass it on to you. That's what this show is all about. You know, you may have already been on one of our free web classes that we usually host of a tuesday night this is switching up gears really and this is something that we've been wanting to do for some time and you know the web classes serve their purpose and we do intend to do those as well at some other point in time so it's if we have a topic that we can you know really delve into We'll do those on a different day. So, you know, you know that we've had cardiovascular di- disease, we've had eye health, we've had plantar fasciitis, we've had detox, we've covered all sorts of things on the free web plus. This is sort of becoming a little bit more of a casual show. We're going to have guests coming on. Uh, you're going to hear a bit more from Linda, our, our co-founder here in the Savvy team and the lead wellness guide and our community manager. And, uh, and so often you get to hear from her in the comments, we're going to bring her on on camera here and have a bit of a chat. We have a special guest this particular session too and uh, to really share with you some of the things that, you know, how her family has transformed really by the principles of detox. So, again, congratulations for being with us. Do please share this, uh, you know, if you, if you know some people who could benefit from this, then do please share. Uh, share this. So if you are new to what we do in the Savvy Team, we help you enjoy improved health and lifestyle. And look, we have a whole range of wellness programs, and we've certainly covered these in depth as we've gone along many of our different sessions. But really, we are here to inspire you, to motivate and to guide you. But since we're talking about health and well-being, look, please be aware that everything that I'll be sharing or that anyone shares, you know, that's part of this show, uh, the information reflects personal research and experiences and and is for educational purposes only, so should not be seen as medical advice. The information is general in nature, and so all individual health concerns have not been taken into account, so comments and experiences should not be interpreted as therapeutic claims. If you have any question as to the appropriateness of the information with regards your own health, please do discuss this with your doctor or healthcare provider. But that being said, of course, we encourage you to take self-responsibility for your own well-being and learn more on this topic and complementary medicine In general. So one of the things I just wanted to mention as we're getting underway, though, is that really, uh, you know, when you think about the body, most people sort of think about genetics, they actually think about the genetics that that are going on and that, and that the genes control everything. A lot of the, the most recent research is really looking at the principle of epigenetics. And we're sort of going to delve into this in the wise section of the show because we're going to be looking at how our thoughts can really impact our physical health and actually everything goes that goes on in our well-being. So our thoughts can direct our epigenome and that can change the expression really of our genetics. And so, you know, we do need to take notice of the warning lights that go on. But to realize that, you know, if you have a warning light going on or going off, (laughs) however you refer to it, when the warning light goes off, sometimes it's an actual physical problem. Sometimes, you know, that your, you know, your mechanic might do a bit of a reset of the computer, we're not doing anything with the physical side of things sometimes. Sometimes all they're doing is resetting the computer. And you sort of think when we're thinking about our own issues, we yes, we have some physical, functional things that go on, but how do we reset our computer? What do we do to change the programming that you know is is directing ourselves? That's really what Epi genetics is all about. And we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about how, uh, you know, from our thoughts, just from our thoughts, the way we think about life, that messages are sent to every cell in our body. But when we think about these warning lights, let's just really consider these warning lights again. And do we have warning lights in our body? Well, we do, they're the signs and the symptoms that show up for us. And so we love this quote from Dr. Molly Roberts. Your body will start by whispering. Then it'll start talking. And if you don't pay attention, it's going to start yelling and shouting. But by then, you have an illness. By then, you have an illness. So just think about it. maybe you might want to share in the comments. Has your body started whispering anything? <laughs> anything that it's saying? Are there some whisperings there? You know, the aches and pains, headaches constipation skin rashes moodiness pms i don't know you know all these sorts of things can be the whisperings from the body and if we don't pay attention to these signs and symptoms then they're only going to get worse right in the savvy team here we're really there to help you come up with the plan point you towards specific solutions guide you along your whole journey and really tap you in with the supportive community So you'll learn from us in our general wellness principles that we often say that it's as easy as one, two, three, and you think, well, surely it's not that easy. Well, yes, we believe that to really start to change your epigenetic readout, to to change the software, it's so important for you to change the exposure to toxicity, to lower your toxin exposure by altering your diet, changing to safer products, those sorts of things, by increasing nutrition, aiming for the nutrients that your body needs each and every day for optimal well-being, and to optimize the body's detox pathways and sort of balance up the body's systems with some of our wellness programs. And we're actually going to delve into this issue in this session, just really looking at detox, its power, what it can do for you, and how it can help you to reach a high level of wellness. And we're going to come back and talk about this whole whole holistic well-being picture but we won't delve into it in depth because we do have an online class that talks about that i'm going to here now just talk here a little bit about 10 amazing benefits of detoxing your body so there we go so these are the seven detoxification pathways and uh, these are sort of the functional things so so certainly if we have errors in terms of the function of our skin, which is a detox organ, uh, the bowel, the liver, the kidneys, the lungs, the lymphatic system. If you know they're functionally not working properly, then we're gonna get things backing up. And we love the analogy of thinking of them as slippery slides like this, these seven slippery slides with the skin and the bowel being the biggest detox organs and then the other associated organs there. But there are a heap of benefits to detoxing your body. Number one, weight loss and management. I mean, and you're going to hear about that boosting energy and improving quality of life aiding in all of the body's systems and even preventing disease enhancing the function of the immune system nicer breath (laughs) clearer skin and improved health improved thinking and mental clarity shinier hair, slowed signs of aging and you actually enjoy your food more, isn't that interesting so we have all of these things that we cover in our free masterclass so I wanted to, before we bring on our special guest right now, that's actually going to be talking about the concept of detox and our program uh, and the success that her family had, uh, you may have heard me share this story on many of our detox events. And so here's what we shared in the past. So it said, you know, I'd heard and followed a lot of success stories on the Savvy Teams detox program, and I knew I needed to get hubby on it. In such a short time, 28 days, Dom has lost nearly seven kilos, increased his energy, improved concentration, is more positive, no snoring, and he is happy he fits into his clothes again. You know, pretty astounding stuff. But we now, I know it doesn't sound so good to say we're going to hear it from the horse's mouth, but we are going to hear that from the horse's mouth now. So we're actually going to bring on you know, that particular person who wrote that out. And yes, we're gonna hear about her success with the detox program, hubby's success with the detox program as well, and see whether we can share with you the possibilities for you when you start to look after yourself. So before we do that, I'll just bring on um, Linda. And so Linda, Linda is our community manager and our lead wellness guide. So, Linda, did you want to say hi to everybody here before we bring on Dragisa?
1: Yes, thank you, and thank you for the opportunity to say hello to everyone. And yes, I'm pretty excited about the format that we're going to be running. It's it's certainly um, a new format, and so, but just stay with us because this is going to be an ongoing weekly event, and it's going to be exciting. And if you're if you're on here and you're you've had some great results, then do let us know because maybe we can profile you one day and
0: so and that's really all for me well done. Let me welcome community member Dragisa to the show so welcome along great to have you with us so we'd we'd been hearing and sharing some of these stories uh, with community members and you know we hadn't got the chance to to really say right let's get you here you know and and hear directly from you about some of the benefits that you've experienced. And certainly, you know, you've used many of our, you know, you've experimented with different wellness programs and some of the product solutions that we suggest. But in this particular session, we really wanted to talk about, I guess, the detox and the eat savvy diet really and the success that your family has had. And so maybe you want to, might want to catch us up as to where you are because you are a new mum. And uh, and so you want to might share with, Share with everybody, sort of your situation there, how old bub is, etc. So
2: definitely, I don't know about you, Mum, Bub is now one, oh. so the year has gone really, really fast. Yeah. Um. Uh, but yeah, so I started um back last year. Um, bub was about six months old, and I decided that I needed to take control of my life. I I was. Digging myself into this hole, where I knew that I had to get out of it somehow, because the more I dug, the less energy I had, and didn't have clarity. And I knew that this wasn't who I was, and I, I just didn't know what to do. It was I was becoming someone I wasn't. You know, I was. I always had energy. I always loved being fit and eating healthy, and all of a sudden. I was going backwards, I kept going backwards, kept going backwards, and one morning, I just I woke up and I just took action. That morning, it's like something switched in my mind, and I did some research from um, the Rothy Rock, uh Wise website, and I just started listening in and figuring out what I needed to do, do an action plan. And I started that day. So ever since that day, I was um, mentally prepared and downloaded the Eat Savvy Diet um, guide, stuck it on my fridge, and stuck to that for three months. Mm. So that's how I started, and that was the um, program that got me through to where I am now.
0: Yeah, so let's let, let's dissect that a bit. So a couple of things there. One, because you'd sort of tapped in, you're already part of our private group, the Healthy Wealthy Wise group, and you were looking at the group and also the the, the website, you know, at savvy-team.com forward slash HWW and just sort of getting an idea of things, understanding some of the information there because you knew predominantly you wanted to get yourself back on track um, after having the baby and and health and wellness-wise and weight loss. Uh, I believe. And you'd mentioned before that you were sort of, you'd got to the point because you'd put on weight that you weren't really feeling, you know, your self-esteem had taken a blow. Is that what had happened then?
2: Oh, definitely. I had gained, I hit over the 100K mark. I was not okay with that and I looked mm-hmm. at myself and I didn't like what I saw.
0: We're going to be talking about the thinking side of things in the wise part of the show. But, you know, a lot of the times the things that are promoted out there is that you should love yourself the way you are. And while that's a good idea, you made a decision that action was needed and because you weren't happy. So you'd reached a point where you were willing to make changes because of the new you you wanted to create. Because I know following some of the things that you've shared in the past, You know, you've been very encouraging and very inspirational to other women in your position and everything that, you know, you can do it and it is worth it. Not, you know, it's not not just settling for the way you are and being happy with it. We need to be happy with the way we are, but setting goals for better. Is there any insight that you can share from an emotional point of view that might help others that, you know, might want to follow you in your footsteps? You know, is there anything that you decided that helped you on your journey?
2: It was really, really hard to start. The first week or two was emotionally hard, knowing that I had such a long way to go Mm. but I wanted it now and I knew I just had to be patient and really focus on my end goal on a daily basis. In terms of, yes, you know, of course um, I love my life and I love my family and, you know, you have to love yourself for how you are, but I also know that this isn't the person I was, and I want to go back to how I was, and also not just for myself, but for my husband and our relationship as well. Um, mm. So there was a lot of areas, mm. you know, reasons really I had to do this.
0: So I think for everyone listening in, there's a really good gem there from Dragice's story that that she actually got connected. It was a weight loss goal and a wellness goal. She actually got connected with the emotional reasons. She got connected with the underlying things. She wanted to feel better about herself and she wanted to do it for the relationship and all of that sort of thing. And it sounds like um, even from what you shared related to Dom's story, it was how you felt about yourselves changed how you interact interacted with each other is that right it wasn't just the way you looked but because you felt different about yourself you will you know like you mentioned with um dom that he was um in in his journey to do some weight loss and detox he became you know a bit happier happier with himself happier fitting into the clothes and so he was less moody and and irritable so did you both experience Experience those benefits, or maybe you can share the benefits you experienced going through the journey and the benefits he experienced. Maybe,
2: well, like with Dom, he I noticed that I noticed the changes before he noticed the changes. So it was, um, we were very blunt with each other and just moody, grumpy, um, something just wasn't gelling, um, always tired after work and just. It just wasn't a happy, you know, we were newlyweds at the time. Um, Yeah, so I knew before he knew that something had to be done and I approached him and I said, what's going on? And that, that, you know, after having a conversation, um, we made up a little action plan. Okay, let's fix this. What do we need to do? I got him watching a few... um, of the videos on our website. Yep. Um, just give you kind of what was going on, and got him onto one of our programs. Mm-hmm. And I said to him, "It's only 28 days. It's okay. I will prep all your meals. I'll tell you what to do. I'll pack your lunches, <laughs> and stick it out for 28 days." And honestly, after like the first week, two weeks, we saw improvements. Mm. Um, mentally, physically, emotionally, and then towards the twenty-eight days, um, mm. you know, it, it did change a lot in terms of,
0: yeah.
2: you know, everything. Yeah. Yep.
0: So, so you obviously did the program, the detox um, program, for longer, whereas he, did, you said you just encourage him. Let's, it's just twenty-eight days. Let's just keep you on it for twenty-eight days, and yet he lost about seven kilos in twenty-eight days. Is that correct? the mood's that's changed and so it's not just about the way he felt about himself And in, in fact I think we have a picture we'll see whether we can bring that up um here and show everyone but it wasn't just that he lost weight that his mood improved it's really the the one of the functions of optimizing the detox pathways and saturating the body with nutrition that things you know things um start to change is that what you experienced do you think it wasn't just that yeah, he felt better about himself
2: yeah, at that time we had a lot uh, happening in our lives at the moment, um, full-time mm. work and renovating the house. So yep. he didn't have a lot of time for exercise yep. and we knew that um, we needed to follow a, a, um, a program that supported us nutritionally mm. and also um, eating the right foods. You know, we, we didn't like shakes and things like that. So, yeah, it definitely worked for us.
0: So, a good point there. So, you focused on our detox program, which is a collection of nutrition and uh, products, really, that optimise those detox pathways that we shared. You really followed the eat savvy diet approach, which is really more of a food choice than a diet per se. So, with Dom, you didn't really restrict his portions; you just changed the type of food. Is that correct? Whereas for yeah, you, so. for you, you, you over your three month journey. You started exercising, you did the detox, and you also focused on the Eat Savvy uh, approach. And your results to date, do you want to share how, you know, how that, that whole period of three months changed your life substantially?
2: Uh, in that three months, emotionally, it was very challenging. In the first month, I, I could... the numbers go down in terms of weight and measurements but I couldn't see it physically on me so it was very very hard to notice um, some kind of improvement but as once I hit the six week mark I definitely noticed a few changes in terms of body shape and body composition and from six weeks onwards it got easier my energy levels uh, were a lot better. I started to exercise more, and I also gained more confidence in terms of um, how I was feeling. I started to be more alert, get more clarity in myself, um, I just started to started to feel a lot better about myself. And in many ways, I noticed my gut was becoming a lot healthier. My skin was improving. All in all, I was Feeling good, and I started to see results mm. towards the three month mark. And then I, oh, I kind of got off the radar a bit. So um, it was about the 10 week mark where I contacted my support group, the Savvy Team, and I became, I, I got in this trap where nothing was shifting. So um, I didn't know what else to do. So I did have the support from my team to guide me. Mm in a direction to get that moving again mm. um, and that was really, really good and that kick-started my next few weeks to mm. get my end result that mm. I had to achieve. So um, knowing that I had the support there when things weren't going well for me because I had many um, hiccups, um, I had a roadblock, but then, you know, you always find a way to make your goal achievable because I knew I had to get to where I was.
0: Yeah, I think that's that's a, a really good um, thing that you've raised there too in terms of what we shared before. You know, you had access to the plan and many people do. So you're following our detox plan and the Eat Savvy Diet and you're exercising. So you knew what to do. And, you know, it, it's like the, the the saying the saying that we often share is if how-tos were enough – We'd all be, you know, skinny, rich, and I can't remember the other thing, but, um, and happy, skinny, rich, and happy. If how-tos were enough, if, if the plan was all you needed, then you'd be able to do it. Then, and so you had the plan and some solutions, but what you just heard, and everybody listening in, what you just heard is that being able to have a guide to reach out to and say hey what can i do here there's some stalling and a community to tap in with they were the extra uh, the extra supportive components the four p pe- you know as far as we call it the four pieces of the puzzle there's so many programs out there so many people have a plan they have access to a program they can access particular products but they don't have the guidance and community and so they flounder and you just heard from dragisa there that by tapping in she she was able to overcome the roadblock and and so that was a really good uh, point to share there the first picture i have is actually dom is there anything that you wanted to add t- to that because i mean this is he dom is already somebody who sort of played sport and was active and that sort of thing but you said that he'd sort of just stopped exercising and but he wasn't fitting in into anything and he was sort of feeling a bit grumpy and moody and all that sort of thing so is this twenty eight days results?
2: Yeah, that is twenty eight days.
0: So he did the detox. You fed, you fed him all the right foods. Uh, you didn't really restrict the amounts of food because he was still fairly active, and that sort of thing. You just changed his food choice. Is there anything that that, for example, that that you focused on? Like, is there anything that he tended to eat that you were able to do a bit of a switcheroo with the eat savvy diet? Is there anything in particular?
2: We avoided uh, some of the grains and nuts and seeds. Um, avoided the higher calorie foods and stuck to um, eat cleanly in terms of like we just stuck to the green side of the savvy veggies yep. and protein. Yep. Um, but he was never left hungry.
0: Mm, all right, good, <laughs> very good. Otherwise, there would have been some moodiness from a different reason. You reckon? And so then uh, yes, this is something that you shared which is fantastic too and uh, with a bit of inspirational messaging there too that everything is possible and you need to dream big and take action. Did you want to speak to your results um, here?
2: I'll just wait for that photo to come up so I know what I'm talking about.
0: <laughs> you know the picture and I think it's very um, inspirational <laughs> and also brave of you really to share with everybody Because it's, you know, while it's important to share your journey and you see these sorts of things on Instagram and everything. And, you know, there's all sorts of crazy stuff on Instagram about how these images have been manipulated. Whereas these are your real life results. There's no um, tricky imagery that you're not a professional um, image manipulator. You just went out there and said, this is what happened for me. And I think that's great. And And I believe you've had all sorts of different um, women say, you know, just as you've been sharing your journey as a new mum and a busy mum and n- at full-time work again now and, and you know, that you're able to stay on track with all of that. So I think that's fantastic. Anything? Oh,
2: look, it was easy. Um, I'm a, I'm a, I am a private person when it comes to sharing my stories on social media, um, but I knew for me to stick it out the whole way I needed to go public to keep me going that way so I don't fail myself Mm -hmm. publicly, if that makes sense. Um, Posting that photo, I deleted it a 100 times before (laughs) it got posted, Um, but I knew I had to. Yeah, I remember taking that first photo and the angles that I had to take to be like, oh, what angle makes me look skinnier but there was no way around it I, it was it is
0: it is, and yeah really proud of those results so do you have a general um, idea of the numbers because i think it's quite astounding um the the numbers that you've shared with us in the past Do you want to share with everybody your actual results of your your weight loss to date and i don't know whether you took any measurements but no doubt everything's falling off you and you needed to deal with the clothing issue or something.
2: (laughs) Yeah, so the first three months um, was uh, 17 and a half kilos in three months Mm -hmm. and total weight and then I took a bit of a break and then continued on. So total weight loss, 30 kilos
0: Pretty amazing, pretty amazing stuff. So I think that's really important, by the way, for everybody to understand there that what, um, so what Dragisa followed was our, really more of our detox and nutrition focused lifestyle and then focused on the Eat Savvy Diet, which is more of a food choice methodology. But then she simply tightened that diet to continue to get results. So we first of all start with just, just change the food choices and eliminate some of the things like um, she mentioned there. High-calorie foods, allergens, things like that, and then if you're losing weight, then you're good to go. But if you stall, then we can tighten that a bit and tighten it, and that's really what she did and continued to, um, you know, really look to exercise and that, that sort of thing. And so that wasn't one of our specific weight loss programs. Like for example, really wanted to mention there is the there's actual a, a, a huge value in the cyclical way that Dragisa did it. She actually lost a bit and then took a bit of a break, didn't go took take a break so that she put a heap of weight on like many people do. She took a bit of a breather and then went at it again. That breather actually helps the entire hormonal system to rebalance. So there are hunger hormones. There's your whole, um, you know, the endocrine hormones as well. And this allows for a rebalancing and it's a very important part of our rapid fat loss protocol, but you know it's interesting that you followed that nonetheless in, in your journey, and it was really uh, successful. So that's that's um, awesome. Is there anything that um, anything else that you'd like to share with everybody really about about your journey or additional results that you've had um, generally as far as health and well being and for your family? Anything that you'd like to share?
2: Yeah, definitely. I think it's just um, knowing the goal and the time frame that you want to do it in. It's definitely hard. I come from a big family um, where there's a lot of barbecues and events and gatherings and there's always cake. There's always (laughs) food That is, you, you just, and I knew my end goal and for that three months I was, super, super strict, I, I did mm. not, I just, I knew I just couldn't and it was a short-term loss for a long-term gain and you just need to be mentally strong, you really need to focus on what you want to achieve and at the end of the day for me, um, we're, at that time, we were on a single, single income, um, I was still on maternity leave and I knew that I was on a program and I didn't want to waste my money Mm. by cheap and I needed to do it properly and I think that's what got me through it as Mm. well, knowing that doing this and I can't, you know, lose my mm. I can't
0: lose my money. Mm. Good stuff, good stuff. So, have there been other things that you'd like to share just as far as, you know, like you're, you're a big proponent of the one, two, three, the importance of decreasing toxin load and you've, you have follow the Eat Savvy Diet and you've converted your home to safer products and increasing nutrition. You, you take general nutrition each and every day and some of your family members have had remarkable results with their health as well and obviously the detox. Is there anything generally that you'd like to share with everyone about the one, two, three, anything other than, than your weight loss journey that you feel is worthwhile sharing? Um,
2: yeah, definitely you know, following the one, two, three and removing toxic load in the household, um, not only is it cost effective, it's actually saving us money, but we're using products that are safe mm. for my family and, you know, no harsh chemicals and, you know, no material is safe with mm. my cleaning products and everything like that. So, um, nutritionally, uh to be honest, i I work full-time, I'm up at 5am and I go to bed at 10pm, I can honestly say I, I don't feel exhausted, um, I'm taking ba- basic nutrition and I, I, I have energy, you know, I'm feeling good about myself and I don't feel run down, knock on wood, I haven't had a sick day, mm. um, yeah, just really, really enjoying the lifestyle it's
0: absolutely and and good on you good on you because that's incredible when you really look at the statistics of postpartum depression and and people being run down and just not coping the fact that both you and dom were able to set yourselves up nutritionally before having your first child and everything too not only means that mateo is probably healthier as a result but you guys are coping better with being new parents as well so that's you know that just what you just said there is just proof that getting nutrition just makes such a difference now a bit of a segue here uh, uh, some time back your mum had some astounding results with a parasite cleanse and a gabal detox although we don't have a free web class that's public for everyone to partake in uh, for, for our members, we do have that in our private website. But do you want to just sort of share some of the results that your mum had with doing a parasite purge and bowel detox?
2: So mum uh, was really unwell and um, depression anxiety. Um, yeah, it, it was a tough few months on the household. Um, it got to a point where it was really difficult mm. to cope with.
0: Yeah, so she had all sorts of different symptoms, wide and varied symptoms and from depression and sort of uh, extreme moods, wasn't it? And and nothing, nothing could be diagnosed. There was just absolutely nothing. It was one of those weird things. But she also had stomach pain, intense sort of stomach pains, didn't she? That was one of the warning signs that are a bit of an uh, alert to, hmm, this is gut and maybe parasite related. And so... She did the she did the um, the parasite purge and gut wellness program. So yeah, sorry sorry to interrupt there. Anything else that you um, can think of there that that you can recall? Because it was a transformational journey for her.
2: Yeah, Mum took um, three to six months on the program, and mm. um, you know she's loving life now. So mm. um, she's just taking basic nutritional now and doing an annual cleanse. Um, awesome. But, yeah, look, we all have our, our days, but um, <laughs>
0: definitely a lot better than six years ago. Yeah, indeed. All right, well, thank you so, so much for being with us and sharing your story with everybody here in the community, Dugisa. um Wonderful to have you with us. So uh, thanks again. We look forward to hearing uh, more and more updates. So that was really great to hear about that particular story from Droghisa. And I wanted to jump on in now move away from the healthy side of things and, um, and deal more with the, shall we say, the wealthy side of healthy, wealthy and wise. And, you know, one of the things that I, I was thinking about from the point of this, uh, this particular topic is that there's a lot of ageism that goes on. And so, so meaning that if you're struggling with your well-being, If you're looking older than you should for your age, then you're not going to get the best in terms of opportunities for employment or even your business. So if you're feeling older and looking older than you, um, you know, maybe should, then it actually does impact on your earning ability. For example, ageism is rampant. It's a rampant form of discrimination in our workplaces, uh, experts warn. We have in the modern workplace, the age 50 is considered old. Age discrimination is pushing out older workers. Um, Hiring in the age of ageism and uh, information there is looking younger for your job search, Um, so wanting to look younger for your job search and you know when we look at this and we think about this from the point of view of like okay isn't that terrible we should make changes and it's terrible that people have ageism and that the world is such a bad place and many people then want to fight against society and the things that go on in society rather than realize that hang on we can maximize what we've been given we can optimise our own well-being and look to longevity principles, look to anti-aging principles, and certainly we have a lot of people who are, you know, corporate execs wanting to look their best that follow our Ten Years Younger Challenge. So if you're interested in looking at that, then certainly reach out to us. We can uh, tap you into the free web class that we have on that, or our masterclass. So that's our Ten Years Younger Challenge, and that's really because you know the more you can look. Younger, the better your chances are in this society. It's just the way it is. And, you know, when you re- actually dig into the research that's there, the reason it's not really ageism. The truth is, it's not really ageism that was going on here. It's that employers were concerned about the performance of people that were not healthy. Of course, obviously, ageism can still go on in the workplace, but. A lot of the concern is about performance. It's about the ability to, um, you know, to perform in the workplace, to not take sick days, to, you know, to be at the cutting edge and and you know, you know, mentally sharp and those sorts of things. Our high performance uh, wellbeing program for executive and entrepreneurs is about keeping you sharp mentally and keeping your energy levels up because this is a, this is a real thing in the workplace. And so, since we're talking here uh, about that, is there anything that you want to before? Uh, since we're talking about this, I've got you up on camera here, Linda. Um, we're talking here about uh, about ageism in the workplace and the you know your financial opportunity being limited based on your wellness and your ability to perform. The the stuff that I've read, it doesn't. It's not really about you're old, and so therefore you're. Uh, you're um, looked over or whatever it's about performance
1: yes Corey, I agree it's really I think research can be misread it depends on what you're really looking at isn't it because mm-hmm. we can put it down to are uh, they're discriminating against people who are older but really when you think about it, it is about performance and it is about staying sharp and being able to do that and even someone who's young, like young young parents like draggesa and and Dom they they're they're finding the advantages of taking nutrition yet so many people who are older like myself don't do that and so they they don't have the clarity of mind, the memory, the retention, the recall. and that actually has a significant impact in the workplace. and I think that's probably partially what you're indicating is that's probably partially the reason that it seems as though they're being discriminated against but really what you're saying is that if if as we look after our health then we're protecting our future
3: and mm. that's
1: the challenge with so much research it's a, it is about perspective isn't it certainly i think those who take care of themselves and look after themselves i mean those of us in the savvy team, there's so many people who so many of us who are older, you know, golden years as as they go say, who astound many of our friends because of our abilities, and mm. because of what we do, what we achieve and what we do on a daily basis that that most people think is not not reasonable even. And it's a shame because there's no reason why we should do less
0: as we age. Yeah, that's right. So here we have Jane Fonda at eighty-one. And, uh, and Deshin Wang at 82. And so, all right, so it's, it's a good strategic uh, bet that these people have looked after themselves, okay? They've done what they can to look after themselves. Wang's a model and actor, and obviously Jane Fonda's still acting and, and, and active in the 80s, and they look a little bit different to the typical 80-year-old because they've really looked after themselves. You could, some people might skeptically say, oh, yes, well, they both probably had work. There's a little bit more going on than that because they're both trim, they're both taut, they're both um, physically fit, too. Internally fit, not just, what it's not just skin deep. They're focused on longevity types of things, things to keep themselves well, not just external anti aging where they wouldn't look like this and also be able to execute upon their profession for the rest of us that might be in typical types of jobs or businesses and everything again you know are are they still likely to get roles and work looking the way they do yes they are well when we think about ourselves too the more it's not about ageism people are not i don't believe people are discriminated really regarding age i think it's about ability to perform and appearance if you look healthy it's not about old it's if you look healthy and vibrant and you know when that shines through the eyes and you can obviously get the job done and those sorts of things so many people in the acting world are performing more like taking on more roles than they did in their younger years that's true and certainly sometimes we look at that
1: and wonder how that's possible and it's sort of feeds into what we'll be talking about next mm. as far as our thinking goes. But certainly when we we have an intention to to stay well and be well, and it does take commitment, as Drogisha shared, it doesn't just happen, it's not magic, you know. Mm. There's no magic pill that can give you the discipline to do the things that are necessary. But mm. whether it's, it's a healthy, wealthy, wise show we're talking about and whether it's your health or your wealth or even your wisdom, Mm-hmm. Learning is an mm-hmm. ongoing thing for many of us, and yet for many people, once they leave school, they never read another book. And, and you know, we're really beings that are meant to grow and we thrive on challenge and whether that's um, – I'm not talking about a challenge negatively. I'm talking about challenges we set ourselves mm-hmm. and even the challenge that Draguisha gave herself as far as um, her wellness goals and what she wanted to achieve and what she, how she wanted to be and how she knew really she was – those sort of challenges are a great way to to take yourself forward, and it doesn't just affect one side of your life. When we talk at the Healthy Wealthy Wise Show, it reminds me, Corey, of our holistic wellness wheel, and how a health, a healthy life, a healthy body, a healthy mind—it all really is combined. You can't separate your mind from your body, or your health from your from your life. And so, to me, it's it's so comprehensive and complete.
0: Mm. So I just have up on screen there for everybody the, the holistic wellness uh, philosophy there that Linda just mentioned here. And we'll we'll use this as a way of segueing into the wise side of things here. And, uh, you know, when we look at holistic wellness here, we really do see that there's much more than just physical stuff, you know. So to reach a high level of wellness, we do need to have you know, take care of the environmental stuff, but also take care of the emotional side of things. Take care of the nutritional side of life, but also the mental side of life. And then even organizational and spiritual. So, you know, we can brush over this when we talk about holistic wellness, but we truly believe this. And uh, and so through awareness, education and growth, we can go beyond just the neutral point and we can actually reach a higher level of wellness and that's really what we wanted to discuss you know when we're dealing with holistic wellness there's a there's a lot of mental and emotional stuff that that goes on and and one of the things that we learned early days from our mentor in the wellness original our first mentor in the wellness and self-improvement sphere uh dr john whitman ray he said given the right conditions including physical, emotional and mental preparedness, your body will always heal itself. Given the right conditions, the right conditions, so given all the right conditions, including physical, emotional and mental preparedness, your body will always heal itself. Now, that's not to say that your body doesn't need a bit of encouragement along the way and that it just miraculously heals, we, have to foster that, um, those conditions. And what I wanted to raise really about, you know, those two 80-year-olds looking, they fostered conditions that kept themselves youthful. They fostered nutritional and dietary and physical uh, things. They fostered mental and emotional things to keep themselves youthful and at the cutting edge of their field as well. So... There was a healthy, wealthy, wise aspect in everything that they did. And that's what really we're all about here in the, in the team. And so, you know, you may have heard us talk about the holistic wellness wheel, but not realize that, you know, close to 30 years ago, we were trained and educated in both Linda and myself in that philosophy that, and we saw a remarkable healing and, and the types of things that could go on when people did get themselves physically prepared, nutrient saturation, minerals, all of the 90 nutrients that we're talking about, they got themselves emotionally ready for healing. They were open and receptive for change, and they changed their level of thinking and uh, and the direction of their life. And it's really that that we want to incorporate into the whys, you know, about changing the, the level of thinking. Because with every thought, every thought – you you send a message to every cell of the body, and that's really what epigenetics is about. So I think what we might do as we get underway here is actually roll uh, Bruce Lipton talking about the principle of epigenetics. It really really sets up this concept of our thinking really does change the expression
3: of our genes. So let's let's hear from Bruce Lipton. My name is Bruce Lipton, and I'm a former research scientist. Uh, My history was based on cloning stem cells. A lot of people think stem cells are a a new understanding in science, but I was cloning stem cells 43 years ago in 1967. And through my research, I found a different path in understanding medicine and health uh, with a different uh, view on genetics, uh, which is now called epigenetics, the new science. In school, most people learn the science of genetics, which is the belief that genes control our traits. Uh, This science is uh, really based on the fact that we get our genes from our mother and father at the moment of conception and that these genes at that moment of conception actually will determine the rest of our lives in regard to our physical, emotional, and behavioral characteristics. A new science is called epigenetics. And epigenetics is an understanding that genes are not self-actualizing, meaning genes do not turn on and off, genes are just blueprints. And the significance of that is that in order to engage a blueprint, it's not the blueprint's activity, it's the contractor's activity, the one who reads the blueprint that controls the blueprint. So in epigenetics, it's a science of how environmental information selects the genes and can modify the readout of the genes and this becomes very significant because in genetic control, the old story, we are victims of our genetics and the new story, epigenetics, because we can change the readout of the genes we can then become masters of our genetic Uh, and this becomes important because we actually control our health with our beliefs, our perceptions, and our attitudes about life.
0: So, yeah, interesting, isn't it? So we control things. The science of epigenetics means that we are in control. Did you want to speak to you had some things that you wanted to, um, to share really related to this message of thoughts uh, being sent to every cell of our body and really going out there? So maybe hand over to you for a bit.
1: Okay, thanks, Corey. Yes, well, I guess I was wanting really to, um, to have an opportunity and, and – no doubt it'll come again, but talking, thinking about thoughts and how they affect us was making me think about As A Man Thinketh and it's a book that we've done programs on for a decade or, or more, personal development programs, and helping people look at their thinking. And As A Man Thinketh is a really old book. It's now in the public domain and... Um, and um, its title is actually based on influence from a verse in the Bible from the book of Proverbs, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And um, while the book is, is more written in the term of individual responsibility, the, the, the um, passage in the Bible, the book of Proverbs, wasn't necessarily looking at that so much as looking at what's going on in, in a person, in a person's life. Um, with regards generosity to himself and others. But Alan's book really is based on the assumption, of course, that, and i say of course because not everyone has this assumption but it's based on the sub- assumption that we espouse that an individual has a substantial or in fact we believe total responsibility for the events and circumstances that befall them in in some way or say shape or form or at least to a considerably larger degree than was is normally thought and so the whole concept of thoughts um be- becoming things and your thoughts creating your reality is part of this philosophy that, as you said, was part of our education in the whole wellness this field, and certainly as far as our business experience goes as well. But James Allen's book has a whole chapter on, um, I think it's chapter three, the effects of thought on health and body, mm-hmm. and I'd like to add, and life, the effects of, of your thoughts on your health and body. Mm-hmm. And he talks about mm-hmm. in the book how diseases and health are related to your thinking and how negative thinking will impact negatively, whereas positive thinking will produce positive effects. And certainly, Corey, that's really what we've seen and what you were speaking to before.
0: Mm. For sure. It's interesting because that's written, as a man thinketh in his heart so is he, as you were saying. It was James Allen's book was sort of from that book, um, from that Proverbs uh, quote. But that's exactly what... Maxwell Maltz, the, um, the Maxwell Maltz, author of Psycho-Cybernetics, he was actually a plastic surgeon. So he was a cosmetic surgeon doing um, surgeries on people. And, you know, sometimes they, they wanted the surgery so that they would feel better about themselves. And he was fascinated how some people would have the surgery and their life would transform. And other people looked substantially different and yet nothing changed. So it was not the external, it was the internal. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So even if the person changed their out-of-appearance, and it stunned him, and it actually um, meant that his whole second career, after he was um, 60, was actually in the human development movement, this idea that when we change our thinking, we change what goes on in our life we change our health we change our success in business we we change our uh, you know the things that happen to us in life and but i'm fascinated by the fact that you know of course there's a crossover there were all these different authors were sort of seeing different aspects of the same thing but ultimately when you your body will change when you are physically prepared emotionally prepared and mentally make the change and the interesting thing though that we've seen is that many people want to pontificate about the psychocybernetics or the i'll just change my thinking and i'll ignore the physical whereas in all of our research and our mentors research he found that the body wouldn't heal no matter how much we changed our thinking if it was nutritionally deficient so actually the physical changes were the springboard to emotional changes and were the springboard to mental changes. You heard from earlier in our healthy segment Dragisa there, you know, like arguing with each other and sort of snappy with each other because they weren't feeling good and their relationship improved. So we could say their emotions changed and their thinking changed when they dealt with some of the physical So the physical was a springboard for emotional and mental change. But if we do all three as best as we can, then, of course, we're going to have more transformation. Mm.
1: That's true. And I'm not Mm. sure whether it was that book or which one in particular, but it was describing um, the thoughts, which Alan referenced, but thoughts of fear have been known to kill a person as speedily as a bullet, he's, he's said, and certainly... They're continuing to kill. He was saying back in the early 1900s, they're continually killing thousands of people, just as surely though less rapidly, because they're living in fear of disease. And so the people who do that are the people who get it. And mm. um, Alan went on really to explain how anxiety quickly demoralises the whole body, laying it open to disease and lowering your immune system. And and so that was really significant thinking way back then mm. but you were talking mm. about um John Whitman Ray and his book a whole series of book logic in sequence and and I think that's for me when when I really understood that you were saying how we we know that people's results change when they get onto nutrition how they they're, when they're thinking their thinking changes and their emotionality changes but sometimes It's impossible to do that without fixing the nutritional first, without addressing the one, two, three, if you like, what we were speaking of earlier, without addressing those steps. It's very difficult to change someone's behaviors or habits of thinking.
2: Mm. Mm.
1: And that's what I've discovered.
0: Yeah, it's very, very, very interesting. We'll no doubt delve into that topic in more in the future, but... You know, another book that came to mind as I was thinking about this all was Synchro Destiny by Deepak Chopra. And he he talked about in their one uh, research that they did, you know, they were testing about how thinking is transmitted to the cells of the body. Now, here's the freaky thing, even if those cells are no longer in your body. Wow. So what they did is they actually took. They did a stud. They did a study where they took cells. I don't recall all the details, but they basically had cells in a petri dish hooked up to elect your, you know, electrocardiogram, so they could monitor the the activity, the electrical activity going on in the cells, and they had the guy hooked up as well in a different room. So his cells are in one room. He's in another room, and, and the the you know the two things were just side by side. The two monitors cells in one room and um him in the, in the other so they could see the change he picked up a playboy magazine this was this research was this book's 20 years old i think but he picked up a playboy magazine and th- this research was done some time ago and it was when bo derrick you know as in the movie 10 uh was featured in playboy and he's flicking through the magazine And when he came to this particular article, um, he said the words, I don't really think she's a 10. At the moment that he was looking at the magazine and saying that, his cells in another room were registering a high level of activity nonetheless.
1: (laughs) They were registering. In fact, they were registering the same activity as he was.
0: That's right. So they could see it on the monitor side by side. It doesn't matter what he said, the computer was was registering the activity, the brain activity and the electrical activity in the cells of his body that were removed from his body. So when we say that your thinking, your thoughts, and each thought is transmitted to every cell of your body, and this, when we're talking about being wise here, we're being wise about everything that you think about. And thoughts do become things, and that's certainly what uh, James Allen truly did uncover in that. And that's why we've done that as workshops and in, in the past. So there you have it. If you, you know, if you want to break through to um, a higher degree of health and well-being, it's a good idea that you um, focus on the physical, the emotional, and the mental side of things, and certainly do think about being wise with your thoughts. So anything um, to, to wrap up in, in that one, Linda, or we'll wrap things up for this particular show?
1: No, nothing on that. I think that's great, and we certainly will talk about it, it later later. But just remember that good thoughts lead to a happy, successful, healthy life, and that's really why we encourage you to think good thoughts. And I will really especially want to thank Dragisa for sharing her story with us because it was really powerful, and I'm sure it will impact a lot of people.
0: Mm. And
1: she's been very brave in being willing to share it with everybody. So thank you.
0: All right. Well, let's wrap things up. And so you know, one of the things that um, that I have shared in the past is this particular quote that an ounce of prevention is worth a ton of intervention and it's obviously uh, uh, based on uh, benjamin franklin's quote that an ounce of um an ounce of prevention is worth a ton of cure but is worth an, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure i should say and i think in this day and age that it's more than that and that's why I like to say that ounce of prevention is worth a ton of intervention. So the more that you can begin work on your plan, uh, and you know, really tap in with the guidance that we have for you, the better. So we would love to know how can we help. You know, is there something that we can help you with? We actually do. Um, we do have an online survey that you can fill out to give us an idea of the things that you're looking to improve related to your health and well-being. And then we can point you towards some of our specific action plans or just some, some tips that are available on our blog to help you out. So we're really there to help you. And uh, and so do tap in with whatever we have, these shows and other things in future. So if you're really looking to, to have some guidance and somebody to, to sort of hold you by the hand and make it easier for you, then request an invitation to become part of our community. And uh, we can first of all put you into the Healthy Wealthy Wise group and then we can take it from there. But really, if there's something about your health and wellness that you'd like to improve, then we can definitely guide you there. So I'd just like to say congratulations for being here for this Healthy Wealthy Wise show. It's great to um, it's great to have you um, with us, and we look forward to, um, to sharing even more things with you in the future. So, you know, we're planning for Tuesday night's Australian Eastern Standard Time at 8pm to be live here with you. We'd love to see you here. We'd love to hear your insights. We'd love to hear what you'd like to talk about related to health, being healthy, wealthy wise. So that's it from us here at the Savvy Team. We're encouraging you to be savvy and to move towards, you know, having a lot more health wealth and wisdom in your life that's it from us all the best and we look forward to catching up with you next time around